The Redskins have a new quarterback, have you heard? Welcome to the DMV Sports Roundtable, where John Wall's knee is not to be ignored either. We have Jamal and Georgie. I'm Dimitri. Chris Chase with USA Today Sports is on Skype. And the big chi, Chris Chion, will make his appearance a little later. Are you guys uh, more on the excited side for Alex Smith coming to town? Or disappointed because Kendall Fuller is gone as well? Uh, it wasn't the greatest trade, uh, but the Redskins are not the greatest team. So, no, Well, no, and, and this is... They needed to shore up the quarterback position. They mm. knew they were going to lose Kirk Cousins, so they had to shore up the quarterback position. They did that. It comes at a price because of the way they botched this thing from the beginning. So they knew they were going to have to pay. They were not going to let Kendall Fuller be the reason that they don't have a quarterback. So Kendall Fuller was going to go. I get that. Um, you get Alex Smith. A lot of people comparing Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins. I don't even know if that's really – fair to do or how you do that because it's you know it's you're getting a, a, a proven quarterback who threw for over 4,000 yards last year he comes he, you have him now for five years Jay Gruden gets his quarterback in a system for more than one year so it does solve that the thing that I worry about is is this team going to be able to build around Alex Smith are they going to be able to put the pieces around Alex Smith that that, so that, that hasn't changed. This team still needs a lot of pieces. Yeah, I mean, they have every opp- opportunity to at this point. But they uh, have to. Yeah. That's the thing that worries me. Is, is well, they were uh, going to have to anyway. They were going to have to build around Kirk or continue to build around Kirk if he stayed long-term. Either way you slice it, you still have to put pieces around whoever is at your quarterback right now. Getting it done this early takes care of that, and they can concentrate fully yeah. through draft and free agency on the rest of the team and not have to – uh, worry about where you want to draft the quarterback. Worrying about working out things with Kirk. So that's kind of that's that's taken care of. Yeah, I'm not as down on it as I think a lot of fans are, and I think a lot of fans are thinking it's Kendall Fuller. Look, right. uh, Kendall Fuller is not. Does he have potential? Yes. Did he grade out high this year? Yes. Is mm-hmm. he basically a first round? You know, he would have been first rounder if not for the injury of Virginia right. Tech. I get that, but at the same time, he wasn't an All Pro already. It sounds like you're trading. Uh, you know, a Richard Sherman or somebody like that right now at his at his prime. I get but he's that trending upwards. I understand that, I but at the same time, get upset. this team need you needed a quarterback. Everybody's crying to the quarterback. Yeah, the Kirk Cousins was not going to sign here. You knew that. Right. That was done. That was not going to happen. So the next best thing is you have to get a veteran. If you were going to go veteran, you have to get somebody and have him locked in. And that is what they did. I'm not on as down on it as I think a lot of the fan base is. And I mm. I think that's just because of the way the Redskins have handled the whole thing. Well, is it's fan well then hold, hold my beer, George. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Because I, cause I'll, I'll are say you, my Are you as down on it as, as everybody? I don't think you were that down on it when no, we no, talked, no, were you? I, I'm not that down on it. It's after listening to some of the reactions. Yeah, last night when we talked, I wasn't down on it. Because you're, cause everything you said and everything Jamal said is exactly right. The one thing that is annoying me today is that we're acting as if that the this was a decision that was made in the past you know week with the current situation with the realism that happened after Kirk Cousins was I mean he hadn't been run out of town yet but he was basically run out of town which George has been saying for two years the Redskins had no intention of signing him he had no intention of coming here I was listening to another radio station today and they were saying it was Kirk's fault that he never wanted to sign here so yes looking at what the situation was last night a quarterback who was either going to be signed for another year for an astronomical number or was going to leave via free agency 
because uh, he wasn't going to play here with a long-term deal. To swing that for Alex Smith, I think, was an okay deal. Uh, the five years seems odd to me. We yeah. still have not seen the language of the contract. Well, I got a little bit of it here, Chris. Yeah, I mean, seventy million guaranteed is not seventy million fully guaranteed, it's, and it's basically and ninety-four three million. Like, so, so what are they saying? It is. It's basically three seasons up until when he's thirty-six, and this is this is Ian Rappaport uh, reporting. Well, oh boy. Well, you know, yeah. So five years, <laughs> one hundred eleven mil of that seventy-one guaranteed for injury, but fully, but fully guaranteed. It says for injury. It doesn't say fully. Okay. Okay, so so without the word fully in front of guaranteed, right. it means nothing. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick's contract was, by the way, Alex Smith was once benched for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way first. Colin Kaepernick uh, was once know, a very good quarterback. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> I mean, for for six games he was. Well, I, Look, hey, the I mean, so fully guaranteed is the key word here. So we don't know what the contract is. Yeah, remember that's McNabb the, signed that big extension and he yeah. was going to get whatever he was getting exactly. that day, right? Yeah, and I think they're oh, yeah, I mean, saying That's all you hear about is guaranteed, guaranteed, yeah, you're right, guaranteed. You're right, you're right. Twenty-three million a year. It's yeah. it's only fully guaranteed. That. So so I buy none of the none of this. This is what. Alex Smith's agents are telling people in the media who they want to feed information to. So until we get the real deal, then we can't really talk about the contract. But what I was you know, getting at is this was a mess of the Redskins own making. And that's what's yeah. so upsetting. And I guess it's the, you know, you can't cry over spilt milk. We've been doing it on the on the uh, round table for two years. Yeah. But you have to view the whole thing in totality. It's not just a move that was made in a vacuum yesterday. It's a move that the Redskins have been making for three years. Right. And they could have had Kirk Cousins for the same price they had Alex Smith, cheaper even, without giving up a third-round pick and without giving up Fuller. And look, both of you are right. Uh, Fuller's not a reason to, to think this is a terrible trade. I liked Fuller very much. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you need a quarterback much more than a cornerback. It, it's just that... The, the Redskins did this to themselves, and it's just so bothersome to me that uh, we're acting like the way they screwed it up earlier doesn't happen. But yes, in the vacuum, I think it's an okay move. What about the idea of having a franchise quarterback, and that's how you win playoff games and Super Bowls? This is not what, what this is. This is a veteran coming in, maybe toward the tail end of his career. And the thing that, that people are going to argue about is is just, in fact, that. You had Kirk Cousins at 29 in his prime. He's a homegrown quarterback, and you screwed that up. You could not keep him here. So now you go get, basically, you look at the numbers. They're the same last year. Okay, that's fine. Yes, Alex Smith has proven himself. He's won 11 games a couple times in Kansas City. He was 6-2, and two, whatever he was, in Pro Minnesota. This season. I mean, in San Francisco, Pro Bowler, and he was in the MVP talk. But he's also had, you know, some, some weapons, and that's fine. But the... Um, you know, I, that is what I think mo more people are upset about is that you you had this guy already and you let him walk out the building. You could have had it's, Kirk yeah. Cousins or whatever. What was it? Forty four million dollars and 19 a year. And you'd be in year three of that deal. Yeah. And that would have been less than this. So that I think that is what has everybody all all yeah. fired up because you're basically getting they're saying you basically had this guy already and you're you'd be willing to pay Alex Smith. On you wouldn't paper. be willing to pay Kirk Cousins. But here's my yeah. argument to that. I don't absolve Kirk from all this either, because. Kirk was paid $44 million. He didn't budge at all. No. Either. So no, I'm not ready to say that, right, I'm not ready to say that, you know, oh, let's just feel bad for Kirk. They did him wrong. No. Kirk is now free to go, and Kirk's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, look, we've said it before. No one goes blameless in, in this right. entire situation. Right. The team botched it, but it's the Redskins. What do you, what do you say when, when the Browns do something stupid? It's Cleveland. 
Well, this is the Redskins. This is not anything new, people. Yeah. They've been doing this for a long time. It's a damn shame they're still doing it. Well, this is what they do. Kirk could have both sides could have could have budged or did or try to work with each other. You know, it, it didn't happen. They try to salvage and get, you know, replace them, get what they can for them. The thing with comparing the two quarterbacks, and I don't really like on paper, they look similar. Mm. On paper, Kirk's like a, a Hall of Famer on paper. Yeah. To me it's it's the eye test. It's uh-huh. the things that Smith does that Kirk is not adept at doing. When it comes down to, first of all, he's not going to turn the ball over very much. He doesn't make mistakes. If he takes he a sack. five picks this year, that's it, right? That's it. Yeah. If he take, he's lost two fumbles. Kirk lost, for, what, maybe it's 13. That seems a little high, but maybe he did. When Kirk gets sacked, he takes sacks. 75% of the time, you got to worry about him losing the ball when he hits the ground. Alex Smith is a lot more fleet of foot and a better athlete than people think. If you think back to the game where we played them this year, he was able to win Allen and Iunitis and the guys up front were able to break down the pocket. He helped win the game for them. He he took them, <laughs> yeah. he, he brought them back. Yeah. He was able to get out of the pocket and make plays with his feet. And it's not like Aroma or Favre get out the pocket and they might do something crazy. You don't know what they're going to do. He's more like Russell Wilson. He's going to run, tuck it and run. He's going to find a, 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 a different read, or he's going to throw it out of bounds. He can put you in a position to win a game, but he's not going to lose it for you. He's not going to throw three interceptions in a key game. The stage is not too big for Alex Smith. People talking about his age, yes, he's 33, going on 34, but he doesn't, does not have as much tread as people think he has. He didn't play a whole lot uh, towards the end of his career in San Francisco. Yeah. He was hurt. He got benched. The bulk of his body of work is with Kansas City. And he was asked to be a game manager. When he got there, it was Jamal Charles' show. Andy did with Jamal Charles what he did with Westbrook was basically ride him into the ground until his knees broke. And, you know, this year they did. They had Dwayne Bow on that team. They didn't have a Tyreek Hill. So you notice that Andy tweaked it and he was able to go downfield. People think it's Smith that just doesn't want to go downfield. I think he does what he's asked to do. You have Hill, you want to take shots downfield, he was able to do that this season. He does what he's asked of. So I don't, you know, he's a smarter quarterback also. So I, I think he brings that to the table. The rest of it, the numbers, they're, they're all comparable. I'm throwing that out. But for the eye test and the things that Kirk was deficient in doing, and uh, Alex Smith is efficient in doing. I'll take that. What does Andy Reid know that the rest of us don't know? Because well, he sent us Donovan McNabb when exactly. he was leaving. I mean, Andy Reid has a track record. But of Alex, Alex Smith is not done. Donovan, Donovan McNabb is, was on a serious decline. Yeah, there. I think this is a little different because you drafted Patrick last year. Right. Was it last year? Yeah. Last they, year. They they had, I mean, George, that was for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Big I, Chi I mean, has stepped in, by the way. But it's not a Donovan McNabb situation. McNabb was on his last leg. McNabb's numbers. Smith, Smith just McNabb's made McNabb's numbers in 2009. He had the best one-loss record he had in five years. Physically, he, he had as many touchdowns as he had in five years. He had his highest rating in three years. Wow. He had his highest completion percentage in two years. McNabb was not 
a stiff in his last year in Philadelphia. He made the Pro Bowl for the first. It was 2009, his last year in Philadelphia. He made the Pro Bowl the first time for the first time since 2004. We like to think that he was a stiff because he came here as a stiff, but he was a 33 year old quarterback. (laughs) What is that age again, by the way? Yeah, an athletic 33 year old quarterback. Coached by Andy Reid, where did was he jettisoned go? by Reid yeah. because Reid thought he was done. Where did that and, guy go then? Did he, did he get did, did that Donovan McNabb get, get lost on I ninety five coming down here? Because I sure as hell didn't see him when he showed up uh, at FedEx. Right, I, and, I hear but, your numbers, you know, and, and that but goes I to didn't coaching. see that. And, and that goes to what we were talking about: is if you're in a system in which you can succeed, and we saw that Alex Smith for his first couple of years. I mean, Alex Smith was a bust. Remember, yeah. Uh, yeah, small hands. Alex Smith couldn't do it. Wasted pick out of Utah. He could only run Urban Meyer's offense, and and couldn't do it in the NFL. Then Jim Harbaugh, you know, saved his career mm-hmm. and and figured out how to use him best. Bench for Kaepernick. He goes to Kansas City, and Andy Reid. We all know has his problems as a coach, but uh, knows how to develop quarterbacks and did a good job with Smith. So I think Smith is this good game manager Jamal is talking about. But I I don't think that uh, McNabb is the right comparison because no, no, not at because all. Reed was. McNabb was good in his last year with Philadelphia. It was a shock. Like, it, you know, we, we like to think of it because he was so bad. But when he came here, it was a huge shock that Andy Reid was willing to trade yeah. him in the division. Yeah. And look, the fact remains in the history of free agency, which began in 93, I think there has never been a quarterback in his prime who has been considered a top 10, top 12 quarterback like Cousins is who has hit free agency without extenuating circumstances. There's been two Drew Brees who had a torn labrum chargers got Phillip rivers to back him up, uh, you know, that year and then to, you know, to succeed him. And then Peyton Manning who left the Colts when he was old and had an injury and everyone decided to move on. That's it. This never happens. Quarterbacks don't hit the open market and the Redskins have let their quarterback hit the open market. And I think they're going to see there's a reason why this doesn't happen. And Alex Smith at 34, he's athletic, but look, these, these athletic quarterbacks, they're not athletic at 35 and 36. The guys who make it till 39 and 40 are the Favs and the Brady's and, and, Bra- and the Brady's and guys like Warren Moon who stood in the pocket yeah. and didn't and didn't uh, you know take off with their legs. Here's my question. Here's my question. Here's my question then. So yes, the Redskins have screwed this up. We know that. So that that's a, no, no, but no, no. But here's I mean, the thing. A it's, it's a given. So it so that's gone. Kirk was not going to be here. That is gone. They had to do something. Right. My question to you going forward is. Is this your best scenario? You have two options. One, I really thought the Colt McCoy. Now, 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 they may not believe no, what they've no. been preaching, the fact that they think Colt McCoy can win a game and you'll go get Good. a draft pick because of the way they did this. You can still do that. I still think, yeah. But so here's my question. Of all things now being equal, you knew Kirk was gone. He wasn't an option. Is this your best option at quarterback now? The fact that they went out and got this guy. Instead of drafting somebody to start this year or starting Colt McCoy, are you happy with that? Getting him does not preclude you from drafting a quarterback. They will not draft oh, a quarterback yeah, at 13 this year. Yeah. No, if no, they do, yeah, I'm not talking about the first round. Oh, we'll take that off right. the table. All right. I'm talking about period. Doesn't have to be first round. No, you're not going to go get Baker Mayfield or whoever. Now that you have Alex Smith, what you can do, because this is a pretty talented bunch, you can snag one mentally if you want to and develop him. Now you have a quarterback that can win you games, not just two games against Dallas. And he's a much better stopgap than 
Colt McCoy, he's going to be your starter going forward. But that does not preclude you from drafting and developing a younger quarterback. Why is that off the table? Just you, because Alex you Smith think is this year they would still do that? You don't have to do it this year. No, I'm not saying. I know I'm saying that. But you I, will. Yeah, I don't think you have to do year. it this year or next year. At this point, I would do it next year. Isn't the whole point though? Isn't the whole complaint? by the Redskins and the whole defense of this, that they want to build, they didn't think they could build around Kirk Cousins <laughs> because of the money. But now they can't build around, I mean, they're, they're going to have uh, more to overcome in building around Alex Smith because you gave up Fuller. You gave up a third round pick. And if you waste another, and look, if you take a pick at like Sudfeld in the sixth or seventh round, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, at that point, you're just flipping coins and hoping someone right. someone works. But if you're going to take a high pick, not the first round, maybe, but a second or third no. or fourth rounder, no, 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 no. then then that is uh, wasting the this so yes. card no. opportunity to build around him. I say and that's what the Redskins are supposed to be doing. They're early. supposed to be building around Smith. And that is the reason Cousins is supposed to be gone because they couldn't do it, by the way, with the same contract they could have had him for two years ago. Which is just, and, and that is, I think that is going to be the most baffling thing about this whole thing is you are now paying a guy. You could have had your guy two years ago locked up for less money than this and you'd be in year three. Everybody would be happier. But look, I've already wrapped my head around it because we've been talking about yeah, it for two years. You know what? It's but that's it's what's going to just piss everybody off. It's done. It's, I mean, move on now. It's over. I've moved on. You it's haven't. Here's I've been here done with him for a long time. I really could give a damn. You got your number this. eleven jersey already? For what? Terrell Pryor's not going to wear it again, so you might as well go get Alex. He's already making workout tapes. It's it's it's, 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 it's the season for Terrell's workout clips now on Twitter. This is just beginning because every single week for the next four years, we're going to be looking at Kirk Cousins' stats, whether it's in Denver, whether it's with the Jets, probably in Denver, and we're going to be looking what he does and looking what Alex Smith does and comparing them every week. And it's going to be like uh, it's going to be like the price of the stock market. It's going to go <laughs> up and down. One day it's going to be the best move ever. You got Smith because he'll throw four touchdowns against the Cowboys and then he'll throw three interceptions against the uh, against the Bucks. Well, Kirk Cousins leads the Broncos to the playoffs and, you know, it was a terrible move. We're going to be doing this for the rest of of Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins' careers, mm. so this is not this is not ended by any stretch. But my we, we should be realistic. Uh, Cousins is going to throw a few picks at mile high. I mean, come on, oh, it's, it's Kirk Cousins anywhere he goes, whether it's there or the New York <laughs> Jets, Jets is where I think that he'll end up. No, uh, Georgie is platform agnostic, so he's gone next door to do live radio, she opening the door for the big chief to give us a big monologue of what he thinks <laughs> of Alex Smith. He's been waiting. Because you're a gentleman and you, you wait your turn. He let well, us run our mouths. And he... <laughs> I, when I came in, I was listening to Jamal because I found that what he said, he's more than just efficient, in my opinion. I really do like Alex Smith, but I agree with the idea that Man, Alex Smith, one of his, and we saw when the Redskins played against the Kansas City Chiefs right. past year, Alex Smith, one of his really advantages is that he has the ability to run outside the pocket. He's got maybe a year or two of that left. Right. I think essentially what the Redskins said to themselves was, we can wait till March and get the outcome we're probably not going to like, or this is the best deal that we can take right now. We don't have to worry about the free agency. We don't have to worry about a Baker Mayfield, Rosen, Darnold, mm -hmm. Allen, who I don't think any of them are falling to the 13th spot, and said this is the best we can do. Actually, Dale Earnhardt Jr., the NASCAR driver, kind of said it the best. It's meh. I didn't like getting rid of Kendall Fuller. 
because of the fact that he allowed a 55 passer rating when covering the slot last year. That's the lowest mark in the NFL. He is young. He will certainly help that Kansas City secondary. I don't hate it, but I'm not like waking up today like, oh, we got our new quarterback, Alex Smith. I met Alex Smith in Vegas. Cool dude. Um, Is he the guy that I want leading this team into a hopefully Super Bowl run here somewhat soon? That's probably not going to happen. Ah. I don't know. It's 30s, 33. You know, it, it, that worries me. He doesn't have as as much tread as you would think. Right. It's not like he played all the way through his years at, at with the 49ers. Sure. He was out. He missed time. I uh, got benched. He, gave, he missed time uh, with injuries. So, I mean, yeah, he is. he's 33. There's, we're not, there's no way to get around that. But we're looking at a guy in his 40s, his 40 We'll be playing on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, I'm not no way comparing him uh, to Tom Brady. I said the same thing to Chris Corr last night. not comparing night. him to yep. Tom Brady. Breeze is almost 40. Eli's getting up there. Roethlisberger, who's taking a lot of hits, too. Philip Rivers. Well, that's the thing. Alex doesn't necessarily take a lot of, of, of hits. And when he comes to the running, he can preserve that. It's not like he's running design zone reads. It's, it's not. He can do that when necessary, somewhat like. I compare it to Russell Wilson a little bit sure. in the fact that when he does run, it, it's selective. And it's it's if the play breaks down, I see that when the play breaks down, and this is not Kirk from the middle of the season to the end when he had, you know, no office alignment. This is beginning into last year when he when things break down. He doesn't necessarily have the wicket to get out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. He may throw an errand pass because he has the tendency to press. Alex is not going to press. He's not going to try to force the issue. He's going to take what the defense gives him, mm-hmm. which, yes, he's a, he's a check down Charlie sometimes. It, it, it happens. But he does what Andy asked him to do. I think he fits the system pretty well. I think Gruden can, can work with him. And there are some things that, as a veteran, in certain situations, mentally, I think he has a, a better football IQ than Kirk does right now. That's no indictment on Kirk. That's just what I see when I see him play. He's a little more of a heady player, doesn't force situations, doesn't have, you know, inopportune turnovers. He can manage the game and he can make plays when needed. So, and that is good. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not jumping for joy. Right. But it's the situation that it's given. It's Alex Smith. You have someone serviceable, not more than serviceable. He's a pretty good quarterback that can win you games. We're not going into the season with a second-round draft pick right. and Colt McCoy at starting it could quarterback. Have, it, this thing could have could have been much worse than what it is. And we're if, all if you, fantasy guys. Sorry to interrupt you, yeah, Jamal, but I, we talked about the deep ball. A stat I found last night, 38.7% of Smith's passing production last year in fantasy points came on deep passes, second most by any quarterback, minimum 400 pass attempts this past decade. So I know that's like really kind of diving into the numbers here, but I, you know, he has a deep threat now. Here in Washington with Josh Doxson, is he as you know? Is he Deshaun Jackson? No, but you can I, I, add that. Yeah, I think you, you can, can add. You, a you can like add that. that in the in the draft. There's talks of possibly either Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas. More Emmanuel Sanders fits that mold. Yeah, could be released in in Denver. I would like Emmanuel Sanders maybe over Demarius Thomas. I, no, no, I, 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 I just mentioned that because they were both mentioned. Yeah, but for this, what where we're talking about a speed, Emmanuel Sanders is the one that fits mm-hmm. that mold, not Demarius Thomas so much anymore. But th- that's something that can be addressed in the draft. You can find that. It doesn't necessarily have to be in free agency. You don't have to go get 
Uh, I know you don't like this name, but it's the first one that popped in my mind. Ted Ginn? Uh, no, I was uh, Jarvis Landry. You know, somebody that's going to cost right. more money. You don't have to do that. You can address that and and put that type of weapon in the arsenal. I think they will. I think it's it's a little bit early. People say, oh, we got worse. I mean, worse where? Maybe on the defensive end. because Injuries you, you, crushed this team last a, year. It, it, they did. You, you lose a young talent in Kendall Fuller, and that's the part of it that I don't like. But mm-hmm. the way uh, George put it, it's the cost of doing business. I wonder when if you, Kansas City said we're not doing this deal unless probably Kendall so. Fuller's involved probably, in the deal. That, probably that's so, it. because now you have him across from Peters and, 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 and a possible healthy Eric Berry when he comes back next season. Strong. They're, they're a very, that's a very formidable secondary. It could be worse than what it is. Having Alex Smith is not the worst thing in the world. Yes, people wanted you know to get Kirk Cousins done. It didn't happen. So, you know, you move on. But you can, you still have a quarterback that you can win with and has a track record of winning. Yep. Chris hit on it the best there. This was a team that suffered injuries, that still, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much had as many bad things in, in terms of games, in terms of how games broke and how— Like that New Orleans uh, game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, except, yeah. except for the Seahawks game, pretty much every single close game went against them. Now, some of that is on Cousins, some of that's on the defense, some of that's on the coaching. But look, the NFL, we talk about it all the time. The NFL is a lot of coin flips, and 11-5 and five seasons can become 6-10 and 10 seasons mm-hmm. very, very quickly, which is why we see so much turnover in the playoffs because teams can do anything. So if this team could make the playoffs last year, and I truly believe they could have if the offensive line had stayed healthy, if Jonathan Allen had stayed healthy, if they had been able to sort of develop a little more a cohesive unit instead of running in guys every single, you know, seemingly every series, then there's no reason they cannot be a playoff team with Alex Smith. All the things I said before, I think they they still hold true. It's that, yes, this was not a bad move. I think it could have been handled about 100% better two years ago. But Smith Smith does have plenty of tread on him. He started more games than Aaron Rodgers. He's been, you know, he has 156 starts for his career. Hmm. This will be his 11th year in terms of mileage. And, you know, we talked about he's 34 years old. So as, as Chion said, there's not much going to be left uh, tread on those tires when it comes to running. So the fit is pretty good along with Jay Gruden's offense, I believe. It could have been much worse. I don't think anyone wanted to go see Colt McCoy uh, playing no. this season. And if you I accepted did. the fact... George, George, George. Right. And if you accepted the fact that, as we all did, that Cousins was not going to sign here and that it was pretty much done after the Redskins, uh, you know, just kind of outed him last year with this uh, ris- ridiculous contract offer that they said he uh, they made to him and clearly were leaking all these stories against him, then, yeah, it, it could have been a lot worse. And yeah. I think that's the when it comes to Redskins fandom, I think it could have been a lot worse is probably as good as it gets come uh, come January and February. The fact that they hadn't even spoken since the end of the season. Tells you something. Tells you everything, really, in my opinion. And I have a question for for you, George, because you may know the insides of this. Because Florio tweeting last night, trade of Alex Smith can't be finalized until the first day of the league year in March. Technically, either team can back out. Is there any scenario where that happens? No, I doubt it. And I mean, I would doubt. I mean, it's possible. Again, anything's possible, but I I don't know what would make them them back out unless something happens i mean unless you know yeah something happens gets hurt or something 
how mad how mad is Goodell right now that every I mean mean, it's not just DC Uh, you know I'm looking I work for a national publication and I'm reading you know we're all reading national stuff this is the NFL story of the day it's taken away completely from the Super Bowl and this is why baseball a couple years ago said that teams couldn't hire managers during the World Series Series. because they wanted the focus on the World Series Goodell must be furious and I would imagine that uh, it's going to be there's going to be something in the in the near future saying that you can't have these loose lips sinking the ships in Super Bowl week because it's crazy how this took over the news cycle on Tuesday night of the Super Bowl. Especially Cousins is there. He's making the rounds yeah. there. You he's, know? he's talking. A lot of guys are there. Yeah, and, I mean, it's... And I think that it's... Smith went home, right? Yeah. He did, yeah. Taking a step back and looking at it, you're getting Alex Smith as your quarterback. I, I, it's not... I, I don't think... It's not a bad thing. I mean, fans are... Like I said, they're, 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 worse. They're, they're, they're down on it, but... Can't take anything away from Alex Smith. You could do a lot worse. You could have Colt McCoy have to start your season next year, and you you could maybe get lucky and draft one of the guys at thirteen. It could be that worse. It's just the way that it's all gone down. But I am just you know I know Chris thinks it's not going to be done, and I I agree with that. There's still going to always be comparison, especially when Cousins goes to the Super Bowl next year. Well, we'll, we'll keep Cle- an eye on him with Cleveland. Uh, but uh, <laughs> or the by Jets. the way, would you agree with this? Hold on, let me throw this at you. Cousins has repeatedly said it's not about the money. If you go to Cleveland it's or the money. Jets, it's about it's the about money. It's about the money. Uh, I don't, I don't agree. Money. I agree with Cleveland, not the Jets. I think the idea of going to New York, Robbie Anderson, Austin Ferry, and Jenkins, and a better defense than a lot of people believe. Yep, I, I'm okay with he goes to the Jets. That. I do. I do. I believe that the playing for the I'll, Jets I'll organization. I the defense. The rest. I think they have yeah. Jermaine Curse as an well, adequate well, weapon well, to throw well, to. First it. of all, let let's stop Robbie Anderson for getting arrested. Let's, let's stop doing that. Right, I think. And then oh, maybe, come on. you know, I like Robbie Anderson, but it, it is, come on, I, I don't, I don't, it's the Jets. Quincy and Noon walk. I didn't mean to, oh, uh, I was just throwing it out there, hypothetical. Well, I'm not, I'm I, just, I, I think it, those two teams, it is about the money. Yeah, I, New Chris, York Post headlines. Chris, that was fun. <laughs> He's the center of attention. Georgia, if yeah. you can take that, can he take that? I think he wants it, sort of. He I likes, don't think so. I don't. Know. I agree. I agree. Wears those suits. You, you think like, he wants uh, it? Christmas. Yeah. He likes the attention a little bit. I think he would he like likes it the in attention New York. when it, when it's going well. I, now, I guess now, you never he, know how something like that's going to hit you. I mean, that I is think, an yeah, aggressive, no, aggressive market. You're right. When you throw three picks when he does what he did against the Giants yeah, in that no. market. He's not going to like that. Mm-hmm. You like that? He won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this to George's question though. Yes. I, I don't care if it's about the money. Go get paid. Yeah. Um, you know, if any of us were offered a different job yeah. for more money, we'd probably go take it. I have no we'll problem with these athletes. I, I don't care about loyalty uh, because the team showed no, no loyalty to them. And Kirk Cousins had absolutely no loyalty needed to give to the Redskins after the way they treated him. Right. And if he wants to go get paid, go get paid in Cleveland. Uh, now, I mean, if you're looking at legacy and if I was advising him, I would say go to a place where you can win, mm-hmm. win a ring, yep. and Get you paid. can make that money and back in that. endorsements yep. and yep. the rest of your life. I mean, look at Joe Montana. He commands $100,000 to go speak for 30 minutes at Microsoft or whatever. If you win That's that money. money. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, and he's, he's getting that Skechers money. Right, exactly. <laughs> Winning, <laughs> Skechers money. Winning is going to, is going to help the Kirk Cousins 
brand Agreed. more than anything. Yeah. So if you want to be short-sighted and get the money now, fine. Uh, I think it's better to be a great quarterback with the Super Bowl ring mm. because then you're back at Super Bowl that Radio cares. Row. You're you know all the time. You're talked at as soon as the Super Bowl winner. You're getting paid for engagements. Yeah. I think the money makes itself later, uh, not necessarily Look, in the millions. Big ring in all the taxes. Fame taxes too. Maybe in Colorado, That's a little true. bit cheaper than the New York. Let New me Jersey th- let me do, let me do this. I get it. The Cousins owed no loyalty to the team because of the way they did it. Let's face it. You had two great years, but you also had opportunities to take this team to the playoffs mm-hmm. in must-win games, and you didn't. Don't you think that maybe he takes a step back and says, works with the skins a little bit? Or do you, are well, That's you, what he should have done. Is, well, is, we keep saying him, but it's an agent at play. And, and we, it's what we, the market dictates. It, it is what the market is getting paid all this exactly. money for yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I mean the agent works for Kirk. Yeah, I, the I, agent I works for Kirk. He does. And I, but just, they have their tactics as as, as well. But I Kirk get does it. have to sign off on that. I get it. But the way, and I get it. It's the way the system was. I understand that, and it's the way the market is. You're gonna have to. But the you're. Doing but the way he's was going about this. It's as if he had won the Super Bowl back to back years. Here he had set records and set MVPs. That is my only. Thing. Well, he did that okay, because here's, here's you my know question they to you, have George. to pay you. It's the market. Like Chris yeah. said, you so, know so they have to pay you. Yeah. I mean, I, no, okay, and, and I'm just I'm You just can really just say Cousins has done nothing. I'm spitballing. He's done nothing. I agree. Okay, but yeah, George, here's a question. So. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. you can say that. If he doesn't throw the interception against the Giants at the end of, la- not this season, but the season before this, yeah. and the Redskins make the playoffs. Yes. Let's say they win a wild card game or lose. Let's say divisional playoffs, which is probably where we expected them to get at best. Mm-hmm. Is he with the team right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. You think so? 100%. I so that, that one interception changed the course of the entire well, Washington I mean, Redskins not, franchise. I think the you know the Panthers game, the Giants game. I yeah. mean, I think that season, yes, that season, because you had you had gone to you you know you wanted to get the deal done, and then Kirk said no, but then you did place the franchise tag on him, meaning that you were you had no problem paying him twenty. What was it, this two years ago? 24. 24, mm-hmm. 20 and twenty four. So I think if that if he had done you pay him twenty four. He gets you to a second round of playoffs. I think everything's roses. And each side had a year where yeah. they didn't want the other, you know, yeah. right? And then, then they work something out. I will honestly think that it was then, you know, I was leaning towards him not coming back then with the long-term deal. But I think if they had done that, yes, as soon as that scenario happened, yeah, I mean, that, something, I was that, something that small. Do you not think so, Chris? I'm going off what you've been saying for so long is that none of them had any interest the whole time. I think at that point, just because they had franchised him once, I didn't think it was totally done at that mm-hmm. point. At the end of the two seasons ago, that's when I really was believed that he wasn't going to get it done. If they offered him the deal that they gave Smith, and again, we still don't know the exact terms yeah. and when they're outs and whatnot, but if they offered him basically the same framework after last year, does he take it? After 16? After 16. I think he doesn't. I think he was. I think mm-hmm. he had his, his sight set on free agency. Because, I, well, the only reason I would say no is because the tag would have been what, 20? 24? Yeah, he was 20 and 24. So the first yeah. year after 20, he was playing on that. If they had offered him 24, which is what now, right? That's what Smith's getting? 23? 23 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe he would have taken it if he would have started at the tag and then the guaranteed money was 80-ish, whatever, 80-90. If they had gone to the second round of the playoffs, you don't think he would have even then? It's possible. I th- I think that at some point Cousins decided to bet on himself, on himself, and I don't know when yeah. that was. Whether it was after it was clear the Redskins weren't going to sign him. There's not one side to blame here. Both sides yeah. played a role in this. I'm going to blame the Redskins more sure. for it. Yeah. But C- yeah, Cousins is not absolved of all of all guilt. Yeah. No, the organization always takes the hefty amount of the blame. The players are to blame unless they just blatantly not want to be there. 
then you can put that on the player. This time, the organization, you got to give them more because they have more responsibility than the player does. Think about this deal is, and, and we don't know the specifics. We just know the loose parameters. But you're coming out probably much cheaper because Kirk will probably laugh at this. He's not, he, he does 23. No, he's looking for 30 plus. Mm-hmm. Now, he'll he'll get that. because think he's going to get 30 plus? He'll get 30. Maybe I thought more. it was like high 20s. I think he, I think I think he get thirty because people are people are. I just have a hard time with the fact that he hasn't won anything. Money. I get the market. I'm, I'm my, with my, you. That's I'm what with the market you. I have a hard time. Pl- be, I have a hard time with that. You haven't accomplished anything. I just like a, I have a hard time with these wizards doing this. And you haven't you haven't yeah. accomplished anything. But I have a hard time with Jan Mahimi making sixty four million dollars. <laughs> but that's not what, his fault. It's not his fault. I know. That's I agree with the with market you. right. bears. I know. And, and for a franchise quarterback, I know that's what happens every year. You have not even year. You have. Carr is the highest. Then Stafford jumps up, and and it goes on and on and on. Wait till Cousins signs his deal, and then what the Packers are going to have to shell out to to get redo Rodgers. You think oh, the yeah. Packers right now are on the phone with Rogers' agent trying to desperately get that deal done? Two broken collarbones, <laughs> and uh, he's not worth as much as he's going to want. But they you, need to try to get something done with him asap. You guys uh, took us there. We promised some Wizards talk. It's oh. not good, right? Six to eight weeks. Six uh, to eight nice for John night, Wall. Nice win. Last nice win. Night. Yeah. They're hovering uh, around fifth and sixth in the East right now. He's out six weeks. The big question is: Are they going to one two in a row without him? Though they're passing uh, yeah. the ball. Are but, they going to panic at the trade deadline and give up something they don't have? They don't. They don't have anything. You better not give up another first round. Pick. Well, from what I've seen, they don't want to give up a first round this year. Okay. There, from what I've seen, now we're dealing with with Uncle Ernie. Who knows what he's going to do at the end of the day? But as it stands right now, all reports are that they are not willing to part with a first round pick. Now I don't know what you would part with that for exactly. I mean, there's yeah. some players out there, but nothing that you want to wreck long term no. development of this team to do, knowing that you're going to you get got three max guys already. And you'll get them back at some point, but. What I saw last night is what I need to see from Otto every night. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to ha- average 19 to 20 per game to pick up the slack because that, that's what John was, was averaging around 19. 19.4. Yeah. He's going to have to do that on a nightly basis, though. Otto has the, the, the tendency to defer. He's going to have to be more aggressive offensively and because everything's going to go through Beal. But if you ride Beal that much, he's, by the time John's back, he's going to be burnt out. If he's got to do the heavy lifting every single game, yeah. because you know Marquise is not going to be twenty and ten every night. He doesn't have the focus. He he's not interested enough to do it. Can he do it? Does he have the tools? Hell yeah! Right. But is he going to put forth that ever every evening? Who knows? Because I don't know what you get from him from night to night. I don't think he knows until he gets to the arena. But Auto <laughs> has got to be consistent. Bill is an all star. Play like it. Auto, you got max money, like a max player, act like it. Play like it. Play to what you're getting paid. So this is what he's got to do. He's got to step up, and I know he likes to defer to everybody else and kind of be the utility guy. When you're getting a max money, brother, you cannot be a utility anything. Yeah. You Now you have to be that next guy up because you can't put it all on Bill. Sato, I thought, had a pretty good game. Only scored four points. Nice little block on Westbrook. I didn't see that coming. But better game Saturday. Saturday just—I know it was against the Hawks, and the Hawks are like one of the worst teams in the NBA. His talent is 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 coming out little by little, and he's got a a nice opportunity during this time to really emerge 
as as a player because you see glimpses every you know here and there. He's got a lot of talent that needs to come out once he gets comfortable because Tim Fraser is not he, he's not the answer. He's not going to get it done. Ubre's got to step up. He's been playing well. Yeah, you know, but you got to get more out of Gortat. I don't know how you plan on doing that, but Otto, Sato, and Rhymes, and uh, we'll have a, we'll have a good and, idea. And Ubre have to be those are the three, and Marquise. But those guys have to step up the most out of everybody else. They got a three game road trip after this. Now. Yeah, and aren't we'll, they just on next, the road like mad? Games? Yeah, yeah, a long time. Twelve days. First home game in fifteen days yesterday. But now I think we'll have a. Well, next week we'll have a somewhat of an idea of. I think how so. They, the team's not doomed then. I mean, no. I mean, it, not. The I don't is, think so. Not really. The, the East, East is, is not, just, They're separated. Yeah. They're two and a half back of third place, and then two and a half up on eighth. Right. Yeah. So the East is so. And they play Toronto. Jam. They yeah. play Toronto tomorrow. It's Toronto. so. It's so. You know, jam right now. Are they doomed, Dimitri? I, I didn't mean to sound like I was. I mean, uh, all the, all hoping they would be like doomed. It. I just you hear John Wall, and uh, I'm not the most uh, knowledgeable NBA fan. You hear John Wall is out, and you think they're well, doomed. But oh, now you have Kevin Love also out the same amount mm-hmm. of time in Cleveland. How does that affect them? Because they're they're not too far behind Cleveland. Cleveland's three, right? So they're two and a half game back to them, back of them right now. They lost a big piece of of, of their team, albeit I don't know. They might prefer, at least I know, uh, Isaiah Thomas prefers not to play with Love, so maybe he'll yeah. step his game up. I don't know. But you don't know how that's going to affect Cleveland going forward. So, you know, it's, it's everybody's right there, and they're, they're, they're not out of it just because Wall is gone. They can still step up. And you saw last night and against Atlanta, the ball moves a lot better. Hot when, when assists on Saturday against the Hawks. When, when Wall does not have yeah. the, it, isn't that interesting? He's not dominating the ball. That ball moves. We'll see. I need a Mike Scott hot streak, right? <laughs> that that would be it. That would help this whole stretch because Jody Meeks is, is uh no. That's, oh yeah. boy, why is everything a floater with him? Did he do that before? I don't have much time to answer that. <laughs> he, 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 even his jump shot is a floater now. It's, it's weird. Super Bowl predictions? Sure. Shall I begin? Sure. I have the least to say probably among all of you. Going. Well, here's the thing. you got to get to Brady, and uh, I don't think a team in a Super Bowl has done that recently. I think you have to go back to the Giants. They went after Brady. If the Eagles can do that, they'll win. And my prediction is 28-26 Philadelphia. I nice. can't deal with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> As a Redskins fan, I don't I think Chris Chase is going they to They need to come favorite. take your tickets. But, yeah, I need to take your tickets away, Dimitri. You can't keep picking the Eagles. There's, there's no way. Because of fandom, you can't pick the I'm Eagles? Not, you got to step back no, from your No, I do not. And you guys never gave me the if, do that I, I was <laughs> That's right. I was he offered. Did. He did. He did. He did J- pick them. JP owes you a coffee, does he not? I, I don't know if he threw five. Uh, he, he said he has to throw five touchdowns. I, I, I don't thought think it was just that five. they win. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm not worried about it. But no, I... I'm going I'm, Patriots. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I don't know if they cover, but I'm going Patriots. Boy, I think, I think. It's a tremendous uh, mystery that we have here. Yeah. I think this is a really well-matched game in terms of both teams, but if you know, we're just going to look at it from a simple standpoint, who has the better quarterback here? The yeah. New England Patriots do, and I think that just takes them over the line. And Nick Foles has been splendid this postseason. Good word. And <laughs> the running game, even though they can't seem to figure out exactly who is the bell cow in Philadelphia, it's sort of 
works for them with Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt. They have a pass rush. Their secondary play well. All things are going well for Philadelphia. They can win this game. Now, will they? It's a 60-minute football game. The best teams in the NFL finish. We talked about the Redskins and how they're a couple bounces away from being 11-5. and Well, they're 6-10 and because they don't really have the winning <laughs> mindset, which New England does. They know how to finish games, and they have a plethora of running backs, and I just think that they're just good enough to beat Philadelphia 27-23. I've got New England. Belichick's had a couple weeks. That's You're going to make Nick Foles beat you, and he's not going to let that happen. That's so, I mean, the, the Patriots. The first thing I was what score did you say? 27-23 New England. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be closer than people think, too. I, what's it, the, it, what I is it? Still four and a half? It's at like five, so I think it'll be close. It's yeah. going to hit the over, which is at 48 and a half. I think they score 30. I'm going to go 30 and odd 25. 30-25 Patriots. It, I mean, the line's come there down so is. crazy. There he is. <laughs> the line's come down so crazy uh, that it was, you know, opened at five and a half, went to six. And now there's, I think, 83% of public money is on is on the Eagles. So the, the Sharps and the public are liking the Eagles. And um, I like the Eagles straight up. I, I think everything you all have said is exactly right. The, the Patriots are better. You think Nick Foles better. has another game in him like that? Not no. like not like the one no. against the Vikings. Yeah. I don't, but maybe I just don't enough. think he needs to. You don't think so? No, no, he doesn't. Because if you look at the last couple Super Bowls at the let's look at the modern uh, Patriots, you know, not I mean, looking at the last half of the Brady Belichick era, not the first half. They played Eli Manning twice, Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. Who have they lost to in both games? Eli Manning. So being a far superior quarterback as Brady, I mean, Brady's superior to Wilson and to Ryan also, but he's far superior to Eli. Uh, and Eli didn't particularly have great games in either of those games. If I had to pick who the better team is and I had to say who would win this game more times out of 100, I choose the Patriots. But you only you only play one game, and I uh, you know I have the misfortune uh, that you know self inflicted of, of living with an Eagles fan. Oh. And when Carson Wentz went down, I looked at her and said, "They're going to win the Super Bowl." And I just had that feeling. It reminds <laughs> me of the Giants in 1990. It reminds me of the Redskins in '87. How you have someone come in that people don't expect to do well. Look, Hostetler, what you know, wasn't great in that Super Bowl either when he came in and was back up to Phil Sims. But the Giants won the title. I just think the Eagles do it. Eagles 30, Patriots 19. Oh, you know, you don't generally blow out the Patriots. No, you don't. Or you begin to blow them out and like, then they, as Atlanta did and lose. So Chris Chase you know, might win the bold prediction award yet again. Possibly, because I'm not going Well, you know bold. who blew out the uh, the Patriots once? Quarterback named Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah. First game of the season. 41-14 back in uh, 2014. That was when they were going to bench Brady. So Alex Smith, Patriot beater. So next year, maybe the Redskins will do it in the Super Bowl also. Maybe so. Jamal, we're waiting for your prediction. If you give Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for anybody, it's a problem for them. Can't disagree. He can prepare for anybody and anything and any sort. That's the edge that they have is that those two, they're not sweating it. They've been there before. This whole team, they've been there before. They're not sweating it. This is nothing new. They're They're not enamored by press row, the party, celebrities. They don't care about any of that. This is a business trip. We've done this before. Yes, to your question earlier, Dimitri. Yes, my fandom does preclude me. I cannot root for anybody. I don't care if the Giants were there. I don't care if the Cowboys were there. If you're in the NFC East and you're not my Redskins, I can't root for you just off GP, just off principle. So, no, I, I cannot pick them. But I will say they have a very stout defense. 
if this front seven led by Fletcher Cox, if they were able to get pressure on Brady, now Brady doesn't get hit a lot. So either they're not going to get a quick release, but they're going to they're going to have to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. That's easier said than done because of the release that you just mentioned. And the fact that Brady just doesn't get rattled. The field could catch on fire around him in the pocket and he'd still be cool and complete a pass. The thing with the Patriots is this, that if you're the Eagles, you're not sure who else besides Gronk to game plan for, because we've said this before. It's really any given Sunday, any given player with the Patriots. It could be an Amadola game, a Hogan game, Deion Lewis, James White. I mean, we've gone, you know, Brandon Cooks. We've gone through all that before. Burkhead. Burkhead. And, and you you know, and there are probably more names you can reel out. And it'll probably be somebody. Philip Dorsett catching a big pass against the Jags. I forgot he was even right. on the Patriots. There's always someone from that team when it comes to Super Bowls that comes out of nowhere. And just the fact that they have that edge, their defense has to play better, especially against the run. Because they cannot play run defense like they did against Jacksonville. Because like you said, Ajayi seems to be they seem to be getting the rhythm with him and Blunt. Those two are battering rams. They will wear a defense down. If they couldn't stop Fournette, now I'm not putting those two on Fournette's level in terms of talent, but in running style, you got two guys that can wear you down. So they gotta play much better against the run. Their secondary has to play much better and they have to find a way to get pressure on Foles and make him uncomfortable because Foles has not been on this type of stage before. And that's another difference. You got a quarterback that's been here and done this many times. You got one that had no clue he would even make it this far. So is the stage too big for Foles in this situation? He's been good in the playoffs. Super Bowl Sunday is a whole nother animal. All eyes on you. You can either become a legend or you could be a fall guy for years to come. It's a lot of pressure on someone, a quarterback who's never been there before. I always give the Patriots the edge, but I think that they just have so many different weapons that come out of nowhere. They're very hard to game plan for. And if Belichick has two weeks the game plan for anybody, I don't care who it is, he is going to find a chink in your armor somewhere and he's going to exploit it. So I got to go with the Patriots. Nobody wants to pick the Patriots. I mean, everybody. <laughs> I do. I every, love Tom Brady. Everybody <laughs> wants. But yeah, but like let somebody else go. But in this in this scenario, I just don't want that team to be the Eagles. You know, you can't win your first championship. You have to wait. In the era of fantasy football, I do still appreciate Jamal's loyalty to the Redskins not wanting a division opponent to win because there are times on Sundays where the Dolphins will be playing and they're playing against Buffalo Bills and I have LaShawn McCoy and I root for LaShawn McCoy. That's pathetic, I know, but I appreciate that. It's hard for me to do. When I first started doing fantasy football, that was the hardest thing for me to do. If I had Des Bryant, I was like, ooh. I don't want to mm-hmm. root for him. Have a good game, but not too good of a game. See, my philosophy is I have one team. I could never root for anybody except the Redskins, but then I step back, sort of out of out of body experience, and I say, which of these two teams is going to win? That's I'm, why I, I can pick NFC I'm a Bush East League fan. I'm, I'm, I've admitted it. I'm old school, hard-headed, and stubborn. I'll go 27-21 Patriots. I think I still think it is a, a pretty close game. I don't see a blowout scenario. So they um, cover like that. Yeah, or I mean, it, it could come down to the wire. But, you know, six-point edge, you can give them that. I think the Patriots can roll with that. And you have Gustavski, who's one of the, the best kickers in the league. So he could, he could also be one of those intangible players if it does become a, a defensive slugfest. 
and it comes down to the kickers. Jamal, there's one other note, and we actually hate to end on a, a negative note, but we lost a, a Wizards player and his wife. Yes, uh, Rasul Butler, former Wizard. Him and his wife, uh, unfortunately, died in a one-car crash. I uh, just want to send out condolences and prayers to uh, his family and loved ones and, and former teammates and people that were close to him. He was most recently playing in the uh, Big Three League this summer with Ice Cube, so he was still active in playing, and it's very unfortunate to lose a former Wizard or any player, for that matter, and his wife in that fashion. So I just want to say a, a quick RIP to them and prayers up to the family. For the two Chris's and Jamal and George, I'm Dimitri. The DMV Sports Roundtable is on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and WTOP.com. Search Podcast DC. Redskins fans, large and small, you've gotten your wish. Alex Smith is coming. Enjoy that, too. We'll see you later.